0: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day it is, you're listening to this program. Welcome to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. It's the Eagles versus the Giants. This weekend at the link, which the funny thing about this game, and welcome to the podcast, by the way, is that who would have thought three weeks ago? That the Giants would be the team that can rest their starters. The game's meaningless. And the Eagles would need this game so badly. Hence the Eagles' situation that they put themselves in. Of course, there's been injuries that contributed. Because the Eagles have not been able to seal the deal the past couple of weeks without Jalen Hurts as the quarterback. As he has been out, obviously, as we know. And uh consecutive losses and a close one on the road in Dallas, where Minshew played well. And then at home last week against the Saints, where Minshew played like a dog. So, it brings us to today. We also have key injuries to uh, note. As I say that, I forgot to actually check the, uh, get the injury report up here. Um. Available to me, because I always want to obviously go through it. And uh, the fact that I'm doing this podcast late on Friday, I'll have the latest uh, injury news um, you know, to discuss. So we got to talk about Hurts. There's a lot to talk about this game. Like this game is just, I, I can't get my brain, arms, hands around this game. I really can't. It should be something that would be easy, considering what it appears to be, what the um, Giants are going to do, which is the smart thing, and that is rest their starters. But I don't know. I still don't know. There's, I mean, there's no real clarity coming out of the Giants' camp that that's what they're going to do. It seems that they are leaning in that direction, uh, and it is the smart thing to do. Why the Giants would want to risk, you know, Saquon Barkley or or Daniel Jones getting injured in this game which doesn't mean anything to them but yes there is a motivation in the airport on their part rather to make things a heck of a lot more difficult for the Eagles in the playoffs and maybe they're motivated to do that and there could be something to be said for you know keeping that competitive edge before you go into the playoffs You know, by playing a really good, obviously one of the best teams in football to prepare yourself for preparing, you know, to play the best teams in football going forward. Because the Giants, if they're going to do anything in the playoffs, are going to be playing the best teams in football. Hence, the playoffs. So, you know, you you could see a coach's mindset being, you know what, we're going to play our guys. And we're not going to back off. We're not going to back down. Let's go. Let's have at it. Divisional rival. Certainly, they have something to play at, play for rather, and uh, an Eagles. You know the Eagles have everything to play for. I mean, yes, they've they've long clinched the playoffs with their first team in the NFL to clinch playoff spot, so that's been taken care of a long time ago. But there's a big difference, and I don't think I really need to get into the reasons, but I'll say it anyway. There's a big difference between having a first round bye and home field advantage throughout. Where teams have to come to the link in a playoff setting versus if they just lose this game, the Eagles have to go on the road as a wild card team to Tampa against you know who at quarterback. So there's to say there's a difference would be the understatement of the world. Now, before I really dig into the game, outstanding news report coming from the hamlin camp uh, i did a special podcast in the middle of the week talking about my thoughts giving my thoughts about the uh hamlin situation and uh you know the bill's safety and the uh, condition he was in and how that uh how what happened to him just really grasped the attention of not only the football world but just the world in general um seeing what happened on live television uh and then you know the date i was making the podcast there were some indications i mean sorry the day that i made that last podcast talking about uh, him uh there were some signs of improvement but just two days later now there's been dramatic improvement to report and uh it's just amazing. It really is amazing. The foundation that I spoke of is over $7 million uh, to his uh, his toy fund for the underprivileged kids. Just incredible um, humanity story, story of humanity, however you want to word it. Um, it's just, it's a feel, it just makes you feel good. You know, I mean, everyone, this guy, he seems like a really, really good guy. Obviously you've been able to, Dig into his life where I didn't know who this guy was you know, prior to the injury. I mean, he was a Buffalo Bills safety. I don't pay much attention to the Bills. Uh, he wasn't a named player on the Bills. You know, like, you know, we know Jordan Poyer because he's a former Eagle. Um, but, uh, you know, he dig into his life a little bit and uh, how close he is to his mom and, and the things he's done charity-wise. He just really seems to be a really good player. And what we found out is that he's like best friends. Or, I don't know, best, best friends, but very good friends with Miles Sanders. I mentioned that he, you know, that Miles knew him on my podcast talking about him, but a little more clarity now. He's actually very, very close friends with Miles Sanders. So this must have hit Miles Sanders like a ton of bricks. Um, He also knows Avante Maddox as well. Those are the two connections he has on the team. Uh, But Miles Sanders, you know, these guys, like, really know each other. So, uh, you know, I'm sure he's been going through a very rough time this week. Um, you know, worried and concerned about his, his friend, obviously, who really did die in the field. Um, the more we found out about it, you know, and hearing the details of what happened that night, uh, they had to resuscitate him twice on the field to get his heart um, going again. So just unbelievable. And I mentioned it, the, that podcast, just the recognition that the staff, the medical personnel in the field that night, uh, and the tremendous job that they did in getting, you know, and literally saving this guy's life. He was, he was dead, you know, for at least a short time, a couple times. So. Just an amazing feel-good story. And uh we hope he continues. I mean, not out of the woods completely yet, but I you know, today there's reports that the breathing tube has been removed, so he is now breathing on his own. And he was even uh had time today to Facebook you know, FaceTime rather. Not Facebook, FaceTime, uh the Bills team. So I mean, he has made um leaps and bounds recovery uh since the my last podcast where I um you know just gave my thoughts on on the situation. So just uh uh, you know, we hope that, uh, this, uh, improvement continues and, uh, you know, I'm sure he's got a long way to go, but these are, these are awesome, awesome news to report. So, all right. Um, so with that said, uh, this Giants game, the more I think about it, I should be, and I was actually up until maybe this week or maybe up until, yeah, I guess up until this week. Uh, even after the the loss to the saints i really have not been concerned at all about this giants game in terms of the eagles even even entertaining the remote possibility they would lose or they could lose i can't say i have those same thoughts it's friday night as i record this podcast and i have my concerns about this game and 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 i'll tell you why um and I'm trying to actually, I'm trying to validate my own mind if they're actually true concerns or just just like I don't know a little bit of false anxiety uh, that are entering you know that are entering my my brain and thought process. Before I get into that, let's talk about the injuries. So the Eagles had to make some some changes uh, to their roster because of some guys that are uh, being added to the roster. um, I think that's the reason why they do it, because uh, they did waive Suo Peta. I mean, Suo Peta has been one of our top backups on the offensive line. Uh, he's been, you know, they haven't needed him, quote unquote, for the uh, for most of this season. He's been inactive the last nine contests. Um, but they uh, but they did uh, release him today, So, um, which I thought was an interesting move, because it, it, it does, he, you know, like I said, he was one of the, top guys that we would bring off the bench or activate, I should say, if we had injuries on the line. So it's interesting how they made that decision. And usually they would make that decision in order to sign somebody else, but I don't see any reports as far as who they may have signed. Um, the biggest news is that the status of Jalen hurts as of Friday night is unknown. It is still, you know, questionable, limited participant practice all week. You know, apparently it took, you know, the, the, the first snaps, but was still limited. And the only thing Sirianni said earlier today was that Hertz is trending in the right direction. That's all he would do. Now, if this is just gamesmanship again by Sirianni, like he did make mention, I don't need to tell you guys today, you know, all this kind of stuff. I, I, I'm trying to read into it because I don't know if he's saying that just to play with the Giants and just, you know, they're going to send Hertz out there and they just don't want him really knowing and Hertz is really ready to go. Or if really Hertz is not ready to go. Like a lot of people are just saying, they're reading into it and thinking that he's trending in the right direction and he's ready to go. But he isn't, you know, the fact that we're here on Friday and Sirianni still hasn't said, yeah, Hertz is going. I'm a little concerned about that. Like, I don't know if Hertz is actually going to play on Sunday, which is concerning for obvious reasons because the way Minchu played last week, I don't have any confidence. And him being able to even beat the Giants' backups. If the Giants even play their backups, which is another big question mark. Because they're also playing gamesmanship and not letting anybody know what they're doing. There are five players that have been ruled out for the Eagles. Sean Bradley with a wrist. Lane Johnson we know about with his groin. Avante Maddox we know about him with his toe. And... uh, Defensive ends, Janarius Robinson, Ankle, and Josh Sweat with his neck. So, um, you know, none of those guys will be playing. The big loss out of those names, obviously there's three of them. Lane Johnson, because the Eagles never win without him. Uh, Maddox, obviously, is a huge key and a hole that uh, he leaves with his absence and now Sweat on the defensive line. As good as Sweat is, that's at least we have BG and some other guys there. Um, to make up for that But the other two are leave really gaping holes And huge drop-offs um, In terms of them being out The Giants On the other hand have four players that uh, are, are not going to be playing That's Leonard Williams Their defensive tackle uh, Auzolari Their linebacker is out Adoree Jackson is doubtful And John Feliciano Is questionable uh, Feliciano and Jackson were both limited on Friday. Jackson's been out for a while. Um, I'm wondering if they may give him some playing time just because he's been out, you know, just to get some reps before he goes into the playoffs. Then again, him being one of their best cornerbacks, um, they may not want to push him and just give him another week to fully recover. Um, Robert Quinn has been activated from the 21 day practice window. He's a guy who's been, uh, you know, ghosting the Eagles since he made that trade. I mean, he's been non-existent. But maybe it was because he was battling the injury that he did have, uh, you know, he you know he had a knee that he got some repairs done. So, you know, if he's able to provide any type of a pass rush, I mean, he's again, he's just a year removed from having over 20 sacks. But, man, was he invisible in his uh, limited times as the Eagles made that trade. So... We'll see what they do. I don't know if they're going to activate him or not for this game. Uh, we'll have to uh, – he had 18, sorry. He didn't have 20 sacks. He had 18 and a half sacks last year. Um, he played just 43 snaps in five games for the Eagles for apparently suffering that knee injury. Um, and all those 43 snaps, you would barely notice he was anywhere on the field. So I don't really I'm not getting too excited about him being back at this point. Um so that is uh that's the latest as far as that's concerned. Um you know we know that Miles Sanders has been nursing a knee injury but he's not appearing on this uh injury report as of today at least from what I could tell. I'm looking right at it and they well let me see. Yeah, that's Thursdays. So um you know Sanders is good to go. He did wear a brace last last week so you know he will play, but I mean again, I don't know how much you know, he's going to play. They really kind of limited his reps against the saints. Um So we'll see. We'll see. So, all right. that of are through that. Why am I a little apprehensive about this game? I have really an uneasiness about this game and I'm trying to figure out really I'm trying to put a finger as to why that is because really on paper, even starters versus starters, the Eagles should go out at home and, Beat the Qatar out of the Giants again, just like they did a few weeks ago. They're a far better team than the Giants. I've said all year that the Giants, while improved, are not a good team. But the Eagles are giving me a lot of reason for not being as confident because they're just not playing good football. Other than the defensive line, their secondary has been bad the last few weeks, several weeks now. Uh, The offense has been giving the ball away which they weren't doing the last time they played the Giants. They were leading the NFL in turnover ratio. It's no longer the case. Now they're basically since, I think since the midway point of the season, they're like one of the top teams in giving the ball away. So, man, is that pendulum swung all the way from left to right. Um, Nolan Johnson, as we know, is a huge factor record-wise. Again, just to put it out there. With Lane Johnson since 2016, the Eagles are 59-29-1. and one. Without Lane Johnson since 2016, the Eagles are 9-22. and 22. I mean, that tells you all you need to know how important he is. And he may be done for the season. Like, I know he's going to try to fight through that injury, but that type of injury, to me, I don't know if he's going to be able to do it. I mean, I know he's got a high pain tolerance, but it's, it's, that's, you know, you need your core strength to play offensive line. And when you have an injury like that, I I can't see how that's going to be done, but you know, they definitely are doing the right thing in resting him, And that's why this bye week is so important to give him another couple of weeks. I mean, the Eagles must win this game. So we don't know about Hurts. We don't even know like if Hertz does play. Let's just say that shoulder is not back hundred percent yet. And he's kind of come back a little bit early now because he has to. And he might be knocking off some rust. They said he's been, you know, some have commented, I think it was AJ Brown and not, you know, they commented that he's is knocking off a little bit of rust in this week in practice. So I don't want to read too much into that, but you know, I wonder if that means that he's just some of his throws have been off a little bit. You know, I guess you could maybe make that leap. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying that's the case because I'm not there to see it. But, you know, he hasn't played in a while, so... Or is it just the fact that his arm is bothering him and he can't make some of these throws? I don't know. But, you know, I just... And then the fact that they haven't said whether or not for sure this late in the week that he's starting or not. Uh, you now, it could be Sariani playing his games that he always does and just never wants to give the other team any indication... But I'm just wondering if Hertz is really ready to go this week. Or if they may elect to give him another week, which would, you know, at least another week. If they win, it'll be another two weeks. If they lose, it'll be another week enough to play on the road next week in Tampa. Uh, before, they, you know, before they're in the playoffs. So I, It's just, I don't know what's going on with Hurts. I would have hoped by now they would have said, yes, he's ready to go. Uh, we have not got that word out of Eagles camp. So is it going to be Hertz? Is it going to be Minshew? Is it going to be Hertz and Minshew? I mean, I don't know. And are the Giants going to go into this game and surprise the Eagles by playing their starters? The Eagles, I have a feeling, certainly Vegas feels that the Giants are going to sit there, guys, as the Eagles are 14-point favorites in this game. So... And usually Vegas does have the inside scoop on these matters. So it leads you to believe that the Giants will not play their guys. But let's just say that Gable, is it Dable or Gable? Giants coach there decides, you know what? We're going to go for it. We're going to play our guys at least for a half and see how the ball bounces, right? Maybe they'll see if they're in the game or not. And then if they'll pull the guys, if the Eagles are up, by 20 points in the second half or something, you know? that you know that could happen or they play their guys and make things really really difficult for the eagles on sunday it's going to be interesting to see what they do i tend to think that it's dumb for the giants to play their starters um but in saying that i don't think the giants now when you go in the playoffs it's you know once you get into the tournament it's anybody's you know you get a chance right you get a ticket to the show what you do with that ticket is up to you as a team. But is anyone really thinking that the Giants are going to do any any damage in the in the playoffs? Now I know that they played Minnesota tough, and that's who right now they're aligned to play in the first round of the playoffs. I don't see them losing to Minnesota. I think Minnesota will will do enough um, offensively, and I don't think the Giants have enough offense to. Um, stop Minnesota. But Minnesota's definitely a vulnerable team. They are, their defense is horrible. And that's why outside of a team like the Giants, they will lose in the playoffs. I don't know if the Giants have enough offense to hang with the Vikings. I know they did when they played in the regular season. I know that was a very close game. But I think in the playoffs that that's one of those games I could see. I mean I could see it both ways. I could see the Giants, you know, hanging in there again, especially if Barkley's able to run and keep them in the game, but if they can't stop the run and Jones can do enough also with his feet. And the Giants' defense is, is better than, than the Vikings' defense for sure. But that's just one of those games where I could just see that Minnesota offense just going off. And the Giants just not having enough offense on their own firepower to to stay in there, even as bad as Minnesota's Vic- defense is. We'll see. That's kind of how I see that game. But... Um, You know, but but as a young new coach, you want to test your team, right? I don't know if if uh, I guess to that point, it wouldn't surprise me if the Giants start to pl- start their start their guys. You know, risking injury and starting their guys. We'll see. I don't think it's a smart move because you go out there and you know, Barkley injures his knee and he's done for the playoffs. Then he got no shot against the Vikings. So, you know, there's certain guys like Barkley. I would be shocked. If they're going to pull anybody in that game, I think it would probably be him. But will Daniel Jones play? I don't know. whether defensive starters play? Be interesting. As far as the Eagles are concerned, whether or not the backups play or not, if the Eagles play like they did last week against the Saints, they're going to be in trouble. And let's face it, after that pitiful performance last week, do you think the mentality Eagle fans, let's just say the Giants have a, I don't know, 10-3 to 3 lead heading into the second quarter. How do you think those Eagle fans at that game are going to be uh, dealing with that? Meaning, can you hear the chorus of boos right now? I can. Raining down. You know, if they go three and out in the second quarter, down three and uh, up, down 10 to three or whatever. I'm just saying. I have these, like, these are, these are the type of images, and thoughts that I have in my head. I wish I could erase them. But I'm, I have not been able to. <laughs> I have not. They've crept into my head. And the other reasons and things to consider is this. Even if the Giants do rest their starters, or let's say they rest a good amount of them. They got nothing to play for in this game. They have all the house money and all the pressure is on the Eagles. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's just think about this, right? Do they even need to go and and punt on fourth down in this game? It doesn't matter to them. They can go for it on fourth down the entire game. Throw caution to the wind. It's a meaningless game. They can send their entire team after Hertz if he's in there. Or Minshew if he's playing. Who who knows? Just send the house. Blitz from everywhere. They can take what I'm saying is they could take risks. They can play this game as loose as you can play any game. It doesn't mean anything to the Giants. Except for the fact. They can make things very impactful for their division rival Eagles. And so that's the type of things that has me concerned about this game. They can play loose, have fun, no pressure. We're just out there playing some ball. And they got some guys, if, they're, if they do rest their starters, that'll be out there trying to make a name for themselves. Trying to prove to their coaches why they should be starting Eagles, meanwhile, all the pressure in the world to win this game. Because, let's face it again, to go from the number one overall seed with a bye week, home field advantage throughout, you don't have to travel. Everybody comes to Philadelphia. From that to not having potentially any home games and the having to go on the road. Unbelievable turn of events that would be. So the Eagles need to take care of business. It's the Giants. It's a team that the Eagles always kick their ass. I mean, let's face it. If there's any team in the league that the Giants have absolutely dominated in the last, you know, five, to seven, t- almost a decade, it's the Giants. We beat the Giants up all the time. And... The games that we don't beat the Giants up, typically the ball bounces our way anyway in the close games. That's the way it's been. But last week's performance against the Saints really has me questioning what the heck, which Eagles team are we going to see on Sunday? We should see the team that dominated through most of this season because everything's on the line. It's almost like if they lose this game, all that effort that they did previously – is just thrown out the window you go from a number one seed to a number four seed i think it is four or five seed that's a big difference big difference so i wish i was more optimistic i really do i had i mean at the end of the day i know the eagles should win this game and they probably should win it handily but there's been some concerning things, injuries included. the The fact that we don't have Lane Johnson, no Avante Maddox. Those are two really key guys. Jalen Hurts, we don't know if he's playing, and if he plays, we don't know if he's hundred percent. And we don't know if he's rusty because he hasn't played, you know, in a few weeks. So there's that element out there too to consider. And the Giants are coming off a game. Now, it was just the Colts who basically, you know, they threw the white towel in weeks ago. So um, any team beating up on the Colts is not all that impressive to me. But, you know, the Giants are playing some good football. So they will be motivated to do what they can, even if it's the backups in there. They will be motivated, like I said, to do stuff like, you know, go for it on fourth down. Maybe put some trick plays in there. You know, fake punts, fake field goals, all that kind of stuff. Why not? It's basically a scrimmage for the Giants. They can do a lot of crazy stuff in this game. And he was ready for that. If I was Coach Seriani, I'd be preparing my team for anything. So it's a hard game to coach. You know, I guess that's what my point is. Is like, It's a hard game to really scheme for. I mean, we know what the Giants do typically, but this is like a wild card game for them. They can freaking just go out there and, I don't know, play pull plays out of their playbook that, you know, got dust on it from six years ago. Now, I know it's a different coaching, you know, it's a brand new coaching staff, but you know what I mean. You know, they might have plays from their former teams that they're like instituting this week. Yeah, hey, let's just try this one. What the heck, you know, let's just give this, try, this play a try, you know. Let's throw this at them. They won't see this coming. We don't care if we lose. Or if we turn the ball over, who cares? We're supposed to lose this game anyway. Those type of games scared the crap out of me. So. Coming to prediction time. I don't really. If you can't tell, I'm really like stressing out about this game, man. It really should be. Ah, Eagles Giants, man. I can see how this game is going to develop. I usually I would be able to give them my thoughts about what's the keys to the game and all that. I can't even analyze this game that way. Uh, I, I do. I will say this: that I think the Eagles need to run the ball. Hey, here's a concept. Um, you know, the Boston Scott. I'd give him the ball. The guy's a giant killer. Use them. I think they're going to use them a lot anyway because I, I don't. I think they'll probably want to keep a uh, you know keep the snaps down for Sanders because they, obviously we're going to need him for the playoffs. So I think Boston Scott and Gainwell should get a lot of uh, activity in this game. Certainly Sanders I should use. So I would run the ball as much as I can, and I would play off the run, and I would not let me repeat this. I would not have any designed run plays for Hertz at all in this game. Do not put him at risk of getting, you know, tackled and another guy landing on top of him. He's already at risk just playing in general because we have Driscoll instead of Lane Johnson in there. And if he takes a hard sack, he's already at risk. Now, that doesn't mean to eliminate the RPO game because oh, oftentimes, you know, he could pull that ball and keep it and, you know, get his yards and slide or run out of bounds. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm talking about the designed runs, whether it's up the middle, you know, where there's not even an RPO um, and he just, you know, Hurts tries to, you know, Takes he take, does take hits on those plays, so Hertz has got to be super careful, more more so than he typically is. But don't do the any design plays. You want to do an RPO and leave up to Hertz whether or not he feels he can get some y- easy yards and get on the ground. That's fine. But here's the thing: also, Giants have nothing to lose, and they got their backups in. So who's to say that they won't be even on the slides that they won't uh, take a couple of uh, liberties on Hertz, right? You know, and I'm, ta- I'm not talking about to go out there and intentionally hurt him, but just, you know, let's test out that shoulder. Let's make sure that if he slides down, we give him a little, you know, tap or whatever. Not not talking about, you know,
1: hitting him or anything like
0: that. But, uh, you know, it's a division rival. So, I don't know. I'm kind of rambling on now. Just wanted to give you my thoughts on the game. I'm just trying to come up with a with a prediction here. Because you know, there's part of me that sees the Eagles going out there, pissed off because of what's happened the last couple of weeks, losing to Dallas on the road. They never, never like. Maybe I think they had a carryover effect into that Saints game where they played like garbage. Certainly Minshew, I don't know what what he was doing. I mean, he played as bad as I've a quarterback as I've seen in a long time. He was just all over the place. Didn't even look like he was in the game. It was strange. It was really strange. Like that's. I expected more out of Minshew for sure. Um, and how are the Eagles going to respond? You know? All right. Let me give a prediction here. So, I guess what I was saying was I could see the Eagles going out there, taking this game real serious, playing with that edge, and just saying, you know what, NFL? Yeah, we've been dormant and basically asleep for the last couple of weeks, and we're going to come out there and put a boot in the ass of the Giants again. Open up another can of whoop ass, and this, this game will be over by halftime. The Eagles will be up like 27-3, to 3, and that's it. We'll just coast the rest of the second half. Both teams will have their backups in, and away we go. Or I can see the Giants hanging in there. The Eagles struggling. Because they haven't been playing well lately. And I don't know if the Giants are going to keep their starters in there or not. If they're even going to play their starters or not. So, that, you know, there's just a lot of question marks. So, I'm just going to try to be optimistic. Which is kind of hard for me to do. I'm really struggling with this game. And put a put a score on this one. So, let me just thinking out loud here as I wrap up the show and thank you for listening, by the way, really appreciate it. Uh, while you got a second here, if you wouldn't mind hitting that follow or share on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on, remember to email us as well at Gmail. I'm sorry, sorry. At the uh, P E T W G at gmail.com. Again, that's petwg at gmail.com uh let us know your thoughts about the game on the season on hamlin's the hamlin situation whatever it may be say hello let me know you're out there all that kind of good stuff uh so i always want to thank you for listening appreciate that very much um all right here we go let's give a prediction i'm gonna go eagles 31 giants 16. All right. Let me go with that. This sounds good to me. I like the number 31. is my favorite number anyway. All right, everybody. We'll be there for the postgame. Let's hope the Eagles do their job and just wrap it up. Put the Giants in their place again and get ready. Get that first round by. Get that home field advantage so we can make a run at the Lombardi Trophy. Thank you again for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Fly, Eagles, fly. Take care, everybody. Hope you're having a good day, and God bless Reggie uh, Hamlin. Take care.